Good morning and welcome to the Kelly Williams Show. I am obviously not Kelly Williams, (laughs) but I will try to bring some happy for y'all today because that's what she would be doing if she was here. She had an amazing weekend with the Miss Kima pageant and it was just absolutely phenomenal. So we're excited for her to get to take a little break, kick her heels up and watch the show online or listen to us online instead of being here today. Yeah, rest her voice. You rest that voice. (laughs) Kelly, we love you. We're so proud of you and so excited for your amazing and very successful weekend absolutely yes yes so i am amy robinson i am the host of thrive life radio on fridays here at vinyl draft radio and i get the amazing privilege of filling in for miss kelly today and we have of course with us dr teakin of teakin smiles welcome back Uh, good morning good morning it's so nice to finally meet you i've heard multiple shows with you on here so i'm glad to finally get a face-to-face yeah nice meeting you too yeah yeah so we have some really good stuff for you today we've been um i know y'all were on here a couple months ago talking about the Extreme Makeover Contest. and right. So we're going to kind of dive into that today and talk a little bit with one of the winners here and find out more about your experience. So what is the, what was the Extreme Makeover Contest? So, you know, we, we're looking for qualified patients that um, we get a letter that's sent in. And the letter is um, really heartfelt, most of them. And it, it's typically... Um, a situation where the individual may or may not be able to have the wherewithal that to do that kind of a makeover. Mm-hmm. Number two, they usually give them themselves for their kids, their family, and everything. They put themselves last. So it's it it really is amazing. So we had so many letters that came in. We ended up picking two. I have an office in Austin that I'm a I have a partner. And it just so happens Jimmy was up there, but he also works here and he lives here a part of the time, too, during the week. So I was like, uh, we picked the one for Austin. I said, I've got to do this one for League City. So that's how we kind of decided to split it up because initially we were just going to do the one in Austin. Mm -hmm. But it just kind of. Jimmy fell in our laps, and I was like, I got to do this. So Yeah, I can imagine getting all of those letters from people. And like you said, so many people really do put you know their families and everyone else first. And it's something that you you know really want to do for yourself, but you know everyone else comes first. And that's such a common thread for people. So I imagine right. reading through those letters, just kind of pulling at the heartstrings, oh, it's... trying to decide who to choose because you see so many people in need. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. You know, we even do like... Uh, uh, through one of the organizations I'm with, we even do a, like a battered woman's woman's. Uh, we just completed a makeover on a lady that had been through a lot in her life, and mm-hmm. we just gave her a new smile. And she, in fact, we finished her a week ago, and she was just talking about, I feel like I can go out and get a job and start a new life. And oh, I mean, it's just it. It's it's amazing. It's like one of the most rewarding things that we do. That's so. absolutely just such a phenomenal thing. I can't imagine being in that position of, you know, not being able to kind of show yourself to the world and have that smile out there. And, you know, because it is such a big part of who we are. I mean, we're talking all day long. So you see your teeth. And if you don't feel like you can express yourself, how do, how do you start over, especially for someone in her position? You know, how do you put yourself back out there in the world? Exactly. Yeah. And, and you know, we've. We were we did about five of these in a row for you know and then we've been taking we've taken a break for a number of years but you know it landed me on Great Day Houston with mm. one of them and just simply because this gentleman just never smiled but his kids went through ortho he paid for all of that he was a single dad and and he ended up uh, you know it, it, 
people thought he was rude and not really mm-hmm. a happy person and everything, and that wasn't it at all. He just did not, you know, he didn't show it. He wouldn't smile, so they just figured he's, you know, miserable. Yeah, and it's and, so unfortunate. You miss out on someone who's obviously a, just a wonderful human absolutely. being. I mean, all the things he would do for his kiddos, being a single dad is absolutely, it's just amazing. And so, you know, to miss out on getting to know this person because they're so uncomfortable with the way that they look. Yeah. Yeah. I just, oh, it's, it gives me goosebumps. I love it. It's just seeing someone's life transform over something that we just, most of us just take for granted. Yeah. You know, you have kind of straight, normal looking teeth and you're just, it's normal. So you don't really think about putting yourself in someone's shoes who that's not the case for them and what that must be like. Yeah. And you know, one of the things is a lot of, a lot of people give up, mm. you know, they've been to the dentist, they go to the dentist and they take care of their teeth, but for whatever reason they were blessed with poor enamel or whatever. Yeah. Or, and, um, you know, you go in and every time you go in, you lose another tooth, it breaks. You know, you never get to a point to where you're in maintenance or stable or anything. And then you just give up. Yeah. And then it gets so costly that it's really hard for, you know. And um, so that's what's so nice about this is, I mean, we've got the top, you know, specialist in the area that's on our team. You know, between what they do and what we do, we can totally rebuild a mouth between implants and bridge work and you know it's uh like i said it's really really rewarding and um just got a great group that we work with it's so. just such a phenomenal thing it real i mean the the things that are available to people today to correct their teeth and correct issues is just is amazing to me can you kind of explain what implants are i mean i think most of us are mo- probably most familiar with dentures right. you know our grandparents and parents maybe have you know grown up seeing them you know pop their teeth in and out so sure. what's the difference with an, between an implant and doing dentures well besides the obvious of the way it sounds it's an implant <laughs> yeah so so the main thing is no different than you know if you get a hip replacement or, or knee replacement there's there's screws that are that are screwed into the bone or if you get a plate because mm-hmm. you broke broke a bone or something so it, it it's the same technology it, it's basically for an implant it's like a, a threaded screw but it's got a coating on it that allows your bone to integrate and grow mm-hmm. into that so wherever there's a tooth or even if there wasn't a tooth especially for denture wearers like mm-hmm. we do something now where you can literally come in put the implants in and screw in a permanent fixture instead of worrying about wearing a denture that falls out and you can't have apples and corn mm-hmm. and all the other things that you might enjoy doing. So um, or an implant can, can simply, you can take a denture and put two in and then have it to where it snaps in to where it doesn't float and move around. Far less expensive than putting four to six implants in and having something that's screwed in and permanently there. Or you can do a single tooth. You know, it used to be... If you missed it, if you lost a tooth in between two teeth, then you ended up doing a bridge. Well, the bridge, you're cutting down two healthy teeth on either side of that space. Mm, okay. Now you've got three teeth involved instead of just one. So with an implant, we're able to put that in and you have a single tooth that you can floss around, feels like a real tooth. You know, the implant just basically is the replacement for the root. Mm-hmm. And then we build a post and a crown that looks like the clinical part of the tooth, the, you know, the crown of the tooth and you're ready to go that the difference is you know when i started doing implants or we started working with implants 28 years ago it took 
eight months, ten months. Wow. Now we're down to three. <laughs> That's so, a sig- significant difference. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So because they've learned the coding that they put mm-hmm. on it, the procedures, how it's done and everything, just the process has been sped up completely. Um, so it, uh, it, it, it's the best thing. I mean, you're not, you're not destroying because if you, with a bridge, you lose it. Anything happens to those other two teeth. Now you're talking about more teeth involved right. with a bigger bridge, and right. the more stress you put on from the teeth that are missing, you put it on the other teeth, then they snap and they break, and it's a domino, hmm. you know. And then you're, before you know it, you're toothless. Yeah. You know, so um, that's the best, the greatest thing about implants. It's that's just an amazing, a really amazing technology. I I kind of had a, you know, a bit of an understanding of what it is just based on the description of it being an implant. But that's really interesting that it's basically like any other you know replacement you get knee, hip, yeah. you know whatever that is, ankle. Now they do ankles. Yeah. So that's really really cool. And just the and just kind of what you're saying is that you really do limit the you know potential for losing other teeth and having more stress you know in the mouth by having more procedures done. You just kind of eliminate that by you know putting something in that's just going to take over essentially and become a part of your body yeah yeah and and they're more obviously they're more expensive than doing a bridge but the thing is is that you're eliminating a lot of potentials down the line right when done properly (laughs) that that implant should be there the rest of your life yeah and sometimes spending a little bit more up front on something like that is actually decreases expenses in the future of having to do multiple procedures right and of course just pain and suffering for someone who's going to have to go through multiple procedures in their lifetime so i mean i i completely understand that i always kind of tell people you know spend a little bit more now because you're going to spend less later when it comes to your health because it's just the absolute truth no doubt yeah it's just the absolute truth this is so cool i just i'm learning so much today this is awesome so thank you kelly you just gave me this great opportunity to sit down and get to know dr teakin and what you do so jimmy let's just kind of go into your story a little bit so you're one of the two winners tell us a little bit about how you got into the contest uh, accidental. I, I, on Facebook, there was a post. Someone posted uh, a, a, from Austin Weekly, I believe. There was an article about this this uh, this contest. So I saw it and shared it with my daughter. I have a, at the time she was 13 years old, um, and she's always the one that says, "Dad, smile with your teeth." <laughs> so no, you don't understand. It's a bad idea. Uh, so so she and I both did an essay as well as one of my other sons did. Um, and a couple other other folks. So we all some of these essays. I guess that was April of last year is when we started this process. Um, so, you know, it took a while and they went selected down to 12 and then selected down to three and then down to two. And then, uh, we had our meeting here in, in, uh, in Lee city in November, I guess. So, uh, yeah, really exciting, uh, process going through lots of anticipation, mm-hmm. you know, emotional ups and downs. Is it going to happen? Is it not? Oh, um, I can just imagine. Yes. Yeah, that's really amazing. So that was an early Christmas present in November. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> that's like the best Christmas present you probably have ever had in your whole the life. The absolute best for sure. <laughs> that's so amazing. And again, just another wonderful example of, you know, a dad, you know, taking care of his kiddos and, you know, putting yourself kind of last. And this gave you such an amazing opportunity yeah, the to put story yourself doc- in the driver's seat. Yeah. The story Dr. T gave about, you know, thinking of others and taking care of your own kids and, and having the point where you have broken teeth and things. And then you got to the point where uh, past the point of diminishing returns, it seemed like nothing I did was going to really improve the situation unless yeah. I had this opportunity to just go wholesale and start over, and that's what we did. Yeah. Um, it's been a really exciting process. Yeah, it's it's so I'm I'm so excited to hear more about your story and kind of how how you decided to do this. So we're going to dive into Jimmy's story here and tell you a little bit more about what the process has been like and where you are now when we come back here in just a minute. 
Welcome back to the Kelly Williams Show. I, of course, am not Kelly Williams. She had a wonderful weekend with the Miss Kima pageant, so she's getting to kick her heels up today. I'm Amy Robinson, host of Thrive Life Radio here on Vinyl Draft Radio, having the privilege and honor of filling in on Kelly's show today. Thank you, Kelly. We love you and miss you, and we'll see you back next week. So I have Dr. Teakin of Teakin Smiles here today, and we are talking about his amazing Extreme Makeover Contest, and we have one of the winners, Jimmy. And so as we went into break, we kind of started talking about your story and how you got involved in this. So I want to kind of go back to the lead up to filling out that essay and, you know, what was it that you said, this is what I want to do? Well, I mean, honestly, I've, I've wanted to do it for a long time. It's, uh, you know, the financial difficult, the financial commitment was a big one um, and the time commitment. I knew it was going to be a long time commitment. I didn't realize exactly how long it would be. Um, and there's always some anxiety, right? I mean, yeah. I live with constant pain. Um, and that was bad, but the, the anxiety of going and having all those work done, um, that, that's, that's a tough thing to overcome, mm-hmm. for sure. I mean, these guys take that anxiety away pretty quickly. I mean, the first time I sat down and, and Dr. T told me that I was the recipient, um, you know, I was overwhelmed with emotion, but then I started thinking, ah, we yeah. need to do this <laughs> then, the, then the reality hits <laughs> right. of what this really means, yeah. yeah. Um, but he was really, really good about explaining the whole process, and that was the piece for me. Is mm-hmm. I kind of had this assumption I would show up one day, they would knock me out. They would do all this work. I would wake up and I would be finished. Yeah. And um, and that wasn't it for sure. And the great thing is, you know, Dr. T is all about restoring what you have, so mm-hmm. you can still have a good structure, and then move forward with the cosmetic stuff. So, um, you know, just that process was difficult to get over. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he did a good job getting me over the anxiety of all the time in the chair. So the work with him was really simple. Then we went over and started out with some um, with some root canals with uh, with Dr. Coleman at, at Bay Area Endodontics, and that was a piece of cake. You know, I sat down, I had three root canals all in the front one day, and I left there. It was easier than a filling somewhere else. Wow. It, it was really phenomenal. Yeah. So the care there was great, and then we moved on to uh, to the oral surgeon. And uh, the last time I was here, we left this room, and I went straight and sat in the oral surgeon's <laughs> chair for most of the day, and that was a uh, that was a long day. But uh, even with all that in mind, a lot of distractions and, and implants all in one day, you know, they took great care of me, explained everything all the way through, and, uh, and did a great job helping me through the recovery period. So, so we're at the point now where most of the foundation hard work's done, and now Dr. T gets to swoop in and, and do the pretty stuff do here the at the magic. end of the summer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the exciting part, for sure. Yeah. Uh, but the big thing is there's just no pain. I don't have yeah. daily pain anymore. Mm. And I never, I don't remember what it was like to have a day where I didn't hurt. Wow. For probably at least 10 years. So that's uh, the most amazing feeling right now. So has this been like the issue with the teeth? Has it been a problem since you were little or has it gradually gotten worse as you got older? Uh, since I was a child, I had um, both my parents had dentures under 40 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, I had tetracycline treatments when I was a kid. Um, you know, just really weak tooth structure on top of that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had a, uh, my first child was almost two and we were wrestling on the floor and he, and he headbutted me in my jaw and my back molar just snapped off. Wow. Yeah, it's like, that's <laughs> like, unusual. Okay, right? I don't think that's supposed to <laughs> no, happen supposed from a toddler. To no, for sure. It's not it like a big old fist fight. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty tough. So, uh, so yeah, so, so definitely issues throughout. And um, it just got worse and worse as I got older. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So, and yeah, to be in pain for that many years and just kind of, you know, buck up and deal with it at some point, Mm. man, I I just, you know, people who deal with chronic pain, I I can't imagine what that would be like to just be in pain all the time. Mm. I mean, I've dealt with some chronic headaches before, but that's nothing like being in pain every day. That's just annoying is what it is, but it's nothing like that. So, I mean, that's, that's pretty incredible to us. And then to go again and put, you know, your family and everybody else first and kind of, you know, push that to the, you know, the wayside and just take care of them instead of, you know, work and just work through your pain every day. Right. Yeah. And I imagine that's probably one of the biggest things you see with people is the pain. And then like you were kind of saying on the break is the infect is the you know potential for infection. Yeah. And there's, yeah. there's really so much related from the mouth to the body now mm-hmm. that they, that we know, you know, heart disease, diabetes, there's just so much of a correlation yeah. there that, um, you know, healthy mouth, healthy body, really, Absolutely. truly, that's where, that's where you take in food. That's how you talk. Yep. I mean, there's so much, that's the portal entry into your body. Yeah. So if that's not healthy, you're, you're already starting off on the wrong foot. Yes. So. Yes. Like I always, just, I always, you know, talk to people, I'm a nutritionist. And so it's like, if you can't chew your food properly and get those enzymes going and break that food down so your body can digest it, well, you're not going to get nutrients and the whole body's not going to work right. And oh, that's yeah. when you start going to heart disease and diabetes and you know, chronic issues. digestive issues. Yep. Yeah. It just, it all really does start there. We, and again, we kind of take it for granted how important, you know, the function of the teeth really are. And even for the bacteria in the body i mean it's there's just so many important things going on there definitely yeah it's just vi- really super vital to health so why don't you tell me a little bit then you know once you kind of got started and kind of went through this process is there ever a point you're you're just like i can't i can't take it anymore <laughs> is, because it, you know it is a long process yeah. you know that you're just like nope i want to stop or were you just like nope this is this is amazing we're just gonna we're just gonna you know roll through it you know since the second of november when when he and i sat down he announced that i've been excited every day that's awesome. uh, so no matter how difficult a day is, those two or three days after that oral surgery was really tough because it was yeah. a lot of work. And, uh, but not one time did I ever have any, hmm, I don't really want to go back. And it's just <laughs> been excitement every day. Yeah. And I know it's part of the process. Yeah. And uh, I'm an athlete. I'm a cyclist. I'm a runner. Uh, I like punishing myself, right? And that's okay. <laughs> but being punished because I have, I have no choice is no fun. Right. Um, but, yeah, I, I think of it like a race. You know, I know there's a finish line. It's here at the end of the summer, and I'm really excited about it. And I get up every day, and, uh, and I can't wait to get there. So um, so ne- never an issue with that. But, uh, you know, there's been some days where when I go in, I, I went in two weeks ago and had a, a final implant in. And uh, because the first day, first time was relatively easy, I really had no anxiety. I sat down. It was very simple. Uh, I was out and uh, I was out in less than 25 minutes. Oh my gosh! From the time I walked in, wow. I left out. I had no clue. <laughs> yeah. That it was that it was uh, it was it was that simple. But you know, again, he has great partners. They do a great job. Mm-hmm. Dr. Brahman, uh, you know, you think about engineers and marketing guys. I'm both. Right. I'm an engineer, but I play a marketing role. The marketing guys always say nice things. They want to make you feel good. The engineers. They don't care about your feelings. <laughs> they get in there and do the yeah. work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Dr. T is a marketing guy. He's, <laughs> he's great at making things uh, good and, and yeah. palatable. And hey, this is how it's going to be. Dr. Brahmian is a phenomenal engineer, and he sits down and he says, "I'm not. I'm here to do work. And yeah. We're going to do it, and we're going to leave, and it's going to be great." Um, he doesn't sugarcoat things, though, and that's great. He's very honest, mm-hmm. and he takes great care of you. Yeah. Um, that's a different it's a whole different dynamic between the two of them but it's a great great team that's yeah. a really good team because you do need kind of the straight shooter who's going to give you all the information so you understand exactly what to expect mm-hmm. but then have kind of the softer side of you know really you know helping to quell that anxiety and walk you through that process so you know yes this is a big thing but it's not scary 
It right. doesn't have to be scary. And I know fear is a big part. And we kind of talked about that. And we'll get to that kind of towards the end. You know, what, what, why we don't make these decisions to do these big things. And fear is a really large part of it. So what has it been like to go through this transformation? Just, you know, personally, what have you, what have you been feeling through this process as things begin to change? You're seeing the change, you know, in the mirror when you look at yourself. And even for your family, too, and seeing, you know, how that's affecting them. Yeah, going back to that statement, when you look in the mirror... I never looked in the mirror. Mm, I, only yeah. have a, I only have 18 or 20 hairs. I take care of those. <laughs> but I never, I never smiled in the mirror, yeah. ever. And, I, and I, uh, about three weeks ago, Dr. T posted some before pictures, and that was, that was hard. That was difficult for me mm-hmm. to see it because I knew the condition of that. I just I never really looked at it, yeah. right? So that was difficult. So, um, but since then, you know, I spend a lot of time in front of people. I present to, to large groups of people a lot, and I was very um, strategic about how I stood and where my hands were and where mm-hmm. my coffee cup was when I spoke. Um, so I wasn't the kind of person that never smiled. I was a very happy person, but I was a grinner, not a smiler, mm-hmm. for sure. Yes. Um, but everyone in the last three or four months has been great. They'll, I'll talk, and they'll go, something's going on here. <laughs> <laughs> What's different with you? Because something's different. Yeah. Um, so I'm not like blowing it out there yet, but certainly, uh-huh. you know, my my uh, my smile's changed. Uh, so I think once we're done, Dr. T's going to have to find me a, uh, a smile coach and teach me how to smile <laughs> for real because I don't think I can do that. But, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it's great. I mean, my family certainly is the first, but my coworkers and uh, my customers especially, they're like, wow, it's, it's a big transformation. It's just a different, it's a different way that I look. Yeah. Uh, Do you feel like you're holding yourself even differently when you're in those conversations with clients? Yeah, for sure. I've always been a a very passionate, confident person. Even Mm -hmm. with that going on, uh, I was good at hiding it. But uh, yeah, I'm out of the box now. (laughs) Watch out, world. Jimmy's coming. That's exciting. That's exciting. It is exciting. It is exciting. So what is, I mean, hearing him talk about what this transformation has been like up to this point, and I know your your reveal is going to be in a month or two towards the end of the summer, but what does that feel like for you as a doctor getting to watch that process? progress and seeing what's coming out of him and what's changing that's what i do i mean it's why i do what i do i mean honestly had a lady that's everybody in her family had beautiful teeth except for her i saw her she's finishing up her last step but literally when i just put her temporaries in she started bawling crying Mm. you know yeah and it it gets you you know it's one of those things to where you know to do a filling in a very back tooth in the very back corner there's not a lot of people that are like, oh, wow, that was awesome. <laughs> that was the best thing I've ever had, and I'm so excited. But if you yeah. do something with their smile it's or the function to be able to eat again with implants and that kind of thing, I mean, it, it's it's why I wake up every day and go to work. You know, it's fortunately enough I have a lot of people that trust and have seen what I've done over the years that come to see us. Mm-hmm. And, they, they, and that's a huge step for people. I mean, you're, you're, to put that trust into your hands and know that you're going to take care of them and give them that smile. Because, unfortunately, I've had patients that have gone and spent tens of thousands of dollars and been unhappy mm-hmm. after it. Mm-hmm. And they come back and spend tens of thousands of dollars again to redo it. Yeah. And that's one of the things. It's like you were talking about earlier. It's who you, it's, it's who you see to. Because everybody can claim they're a cosmetic dentist. Absolutely, yeah. It, there's no specialty to mm. that. You don't so there get isn't board any specialized of, oh. or anything. It's not considered a specialty in the really? state of Texas or anywhere, as far mm. as I know. 
So, you know, countless of hours from 1990 when I first started taking and doing cosmetic and hands-on training. And all right, so you're talking 28 years of cases even besides what, you know, just the extra attention, you know, to training and all of that too. So, yeah. but it's just, you know, it's, I've been very fortunate to have so many people that refer me patients that um, have been through the procedure, you know, and he'll be one. Like yeah. when we're done and people start seeing him yes. and seeing the difference. Uh, Get the, ready. I'll, I'll tell you, <laughs> one year we had a makeover. Um, every year we had a makeover and we had a reveal. I've done a big case after it. Mm-hmm. Just simply because they, they're like, oh, my gosh, i got to do that for yeah. myself. Yeah. One guy was in the bar at one of the first ones that we ever did. He was sitting in the bar. And he's like, what's going on next door? And he just walked in. Hey, can I come in and watch what's going on? When he got through, he's like, uh, when can I make an appointment? And I still see the guy today. That's amazing. And we totally <laughs> rebuilt his mouth with crowns and bridges and veneers and implants. And and uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, awesome. It is awesome. And the testimonial is absolutely, it, it speaks more volume than any advertising you could put out there as someone who is just, that their life has been changed by what you were able to do for them. Yeah. yeah, it's really just such a it's just such an incredible thing. It's really exciting. I love to see people transform. I'd love to see them just be able to take areas of their life back and, you know, really become the person that they want to be. It's really just a very cool and very empowering thing. And what's really cool is when you have somebody uh, like Jimmy. I mean, he's he's so easy to work for work with and he's easy he understands the process. He's been really good through the whole thing, and we got a little slow start, but now we're really moving. Um, so yeah, it's it, it makes it that much easier, and that's why we do what we do to select who we select. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and we're gonna learn a little bit more about Jimmy when we come back. Good morning and welcome back to the Kelly Williams Show. I, of course, am not Kelly Williams. (laughs) (laughs) Kelly is taking a break today because she had her amazing Miss Kima pageant. So if you're just joining us, that's why you're not seeing her beautiful face in the chair. We love you, Kelly. We'll miss you and we'll see you next week. So she's getting to take a little break. So I am here with the privilege of filling in because she's amazing. So I am Amy Robinson, um, host of Thrive Life Radio here on Vinyl Draft Radio. And Kyle, I cryo, welcome back. Love being here. Love being here. We uh, you, you reference the uh, pageant this past weekend for the Miss Kima um, and I've been I've, I've had the honor to judge it two years in a row awesome. now and man it was phenomenal Kelly just does so well with that show uh, the girls are awesome the organization all the companies that come together and, and the sponsors is just it's a phenomenal weekend yeah, she's yeah. absolutely incredible. Mm-hmm. I mean, to, to hear her talk about the show and all the intricacies and things that go in, go into putting something of this magnitude yeah. on, I'm like, girl, yeah. you, <laughs> you got it going you on. You are amazing. <laughs> like, that just makes me tired just yeah. thinking about it. I'm like, holy cow, that's, that's just awesome. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I, I didn't get to, I saw like bits and pieces of what was going on and the girls that won are just beautiful. And Miss oh Teen, gosh. she just looks like a little firecracker. Yeah. She oh, is yeah. absolutely adorable. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, what a what a just a fun time to get to know all yep. of these young women and you know to get to see them you know what they're going to do with their lives going yeah, forward it's just 100%. really cool that's really cool you got to be a judge yeah I was, last year was the first time i got to judge the evening event and that was uh that was a uh, 
interesting. You know, it was the first time <laughs> I've ever done that before. And then, so uh, what, what goes into judging evening gowns? It's there's a lot. It's top to bottom. I mean, you are critiquing every square inch of everything, and it comes down to like the wire. I mean, it's mm-hmm. literally last year I remember it being so close, and this year I judged the fitness competition, and it was really close. And it's it's hard. These girls don't understand. The girls that don't win, mm-hmm. I'm like, it was. You were so it, you, close. It was a hair. Yeah. yeah. It's not like you got blown out of the water. So yeah. yeah, it's always good to give them motivation to get back up. Yes, absolutely. That, you know, you're, you're, you're right mm-hmm. there. So don't, you yep. know, don't stop doing what you're doing because right. you're so close. Come back next year and you blow it out of the water. And again. that's, that's one yeah. reason why when Kelly approached me to be a sponsor of the event, you know, with cryotherapy, there's so many benefits that um, people just think it's sports related. You right. know, I mean, we look at athletes, we look at recovery, we think, okay, what's a better way? What's a more efficient way to do an ice bath? And cryotherapy is just becoming a booming market for that right it's now. It's everywhere. It's, it's going crazy. Yeah. And, um, but people don't realize there are anti anti-aging benefits from it there are skin benefits from it there are mental components that you can benefit from doing cryotherapy and so um hosting things like the beauty pageants and and uh different things as far as a, a mental health disorder i mean we try to really hone in at, at i cryo at the at the benefits that maybe the common person's not hearing mm-hmm. about yeah, which I think is really great because there, with all of these, you know, different modalities that are coming up now, there are amazing benefits. Mm-hmm. And like you said, most people are going to think about that yeah. sports related. Yep. So tell me what the difference is between, you know, the old school ice yep. bath. And I remember doing that uh-huh. in high school and college. Oh, yeah. You had to sit in the ice bath. It was not fun. Uh-huh. So what is it? <laughs> and you had to sit there for like a long time, you know, yeah. as opposed to cryo, uh-huh. which is like a couple of minutes. So what is the difference between doing a traditional ice bath and doing cryo? So that is probably something I get the question all the time. It's the number one. Um, and I have to explain it all the time and it's pretty it's pretty easy so you think of ice when we think of cold we think of liquid cold we think of ice cubes right um, but realistically there's no actual scientific data showing how long to do it for because everybody's recovery time is completely yes. different for for me and you to go get a, a knee surgery done and the doctor say hey put ice on for 20 minutes put ice on for 20 minutes realistically i could heal faster than you mm-hmm. can right, right. Um, now ice being a penetrating cold it hits the skin it actually submerges beneath the tissue um, even doing ice for a few seconds too long it damages the muscle tissue right. so it's the adverse effect of recovery right mm-hmm. now with cryotherapy we use liquid nitrogen as our cooling agent which acts as a repellent to the body so it hits the skin and re- it reflects right off it never actually penetrates that past the first layer of the skin therefore you get all the good benefits of a cold therapy without any negative side mm. effects of damaging the internal tissue yeah that makes a lot of yeah. that makes a lot of sense yeah it, it's so interesting my husband's in physical therapy so there's oh, always nice. like the like well how long do you do ice right? for and, it, and it, there and he even there's really like no like exact, there's no data there's on no, it. Yeah, yeah and there's no like this is how long mm-hmm. you do it, not a second more. Yeah. Because like you said, depending on the person, yeah. you know, doing it a couple seconds, doing it for 20 minutes, well, that might be one minute mm-hmm. too long for somebody and not one minute not long yeah. enough for somebody else. So there and is so just no you, way to really exactly. regulate you that. You take a look at it and it's like, okay, look, this is something that's definitely more effective and more efficient and more mm-hmm. safe. But on the, uh, we were just talking about it earlier, time is everything. The one thing yes. you don't get back in this world is time. And so if I <laughs> can condense my time down, um, that's huge. I mean, an ice bath on average, minimum 10 minutes, maximum mm-hmm. maybe 20, 25, depending on what you're 
doing it for. Cryotherapy is two to three minutes long. Yeah. That is fast. That is, and then you're not it's having lightning. to deal with drying off your body and getting undressed and filling this whole tub of ice. I mean, it's just, it's basically taking something that was like a 1920s version of whatever it was, and now we got the iPhone X, right? right. So we're right. we're we're basically supersizing uh, and basically going into uh, advancements and all over the place. And cryotherapy is a huge advancement in therapy. It's yeah, it's really incredible. So the where the 2 to 3 minute thing, where mm-hmm. does that come from? How did they come up with that metric? So actually they started a Japanese scientist is the one that created the first prototype in 1978 and he was trying to treat rheumatoid arthritis and fibromyalgia. So basically inflammation mm-hmm. issues that can't be cured, only treated, right? right. And he was a very uh, he was very big in holistic treatments, so wanted to make sure that we were, you know, letting the do its work but just faster accelerating Mm -hmm. that healing time Um, and he started to use liquid nitrogen to cool that uh, to cool that affected area down and what he found out was zero penetration right so the safety factor was there Mm -hmm. but it was the timing aspect so actually at the very beginning they were doing cryo for like seven eight nine minutes long they were getting frostbite and they were like oh man this is not good (laughs) right this is not working (laughs) So, so they started to condense the time down and they realized between that two to three minute marker was about where it was like spot on everybody's skin temperature is different everybody reacts differently to the cold Um, so realistically you could hop in there for a minute and a half and if your skin drops enough you're good yeah it's all based off skin temperature it's not based off of sex or age or weight or the amount of fat or lean muscle you Mm -hmm. have on your body none of that it's all based off of skin so we do a lot of education inside of our cryotherapy centers. Um, we actually check skin temperature before and after. gives us our accurate reading. Mm-hmm. What he found was between a 30 and a 50 degree skin temperature drop is where you got your optimal benefits. So if you start out at 92 degrees skin temp, which is pretty common, you want to drop to at least you know uh, 62 or below type deal. And there you're getting optimal benefits. Eat, eat anything more than 50 degrees, you're more prone to that frostbite we talked yeah, about. Yeah, that's so interesting. So when someone comes in maybe for the first time, mm-hmm. are you kind of easing them up to that two to three minute mark? Do you start them at like a lower you know, amount of time in there or do you just kind of go right into the two minutes? So we go based off of judgment is a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, We try to judge how they're reacting in the chamber. We make sure we're conversating with them the entire time. The education is huge. Yeah. Um, we definitely want to make sure one you know pins needles tingling numbness that's all fine if you start to get a little bit of like a sting sensation it's just your skin cells tightening Mm -hmm. not bad but when you start to feel like a warm or heated component um, that's almost like your body's threshold saying Uh hey look we're good we're done let's let's jump out so it's conversational the whole time we have a cryotherapy specialist which is trained and certified through us um that's there the entire time. Mm-hmm. They're not allowed to leave um, when the guest is, is doing a cryo session. So it's, it's definitely something that when I first got involved, safety protocols and procedures were one. Um, realistically, my first mindset when, when starting this company wasn't, let's go make some money. Yeah. Right. It was, <laughs> this is a therapy. So let's right. be cautious. Right. Yeah. So speaking of that, what got you into iCryo? What, you know, what drew you to that yeah. technology? So you talked about physical therapy mm-hmm. earlier. That was my goal. My goal was I graduated with my undergrad in exercise science, business management to have some business background and um, wanted to pursue my doctorate and become a mm-hmm. PT. I love therapy. I love the way the body heals itself. It just, the body is a fascinating thing. It's incredible. Oh my gosh. It's, it's absolutely yes. amazing. Yes. And so um, I took uh, two years off to get some clinical hours in uh, at, at, out, at an outpatient 
outpatient PT clinic. And while I was doing that, my boss, the, the, the head PT, was looking into these cryotherapy machines. And this was five, six years ago, right? And um, he goes, man, I think we're going to buy a couple. Get with some investors and see what happens. So we ended up buying a couple. We did inpatient use only for about the first mm-hmm. four or five months just to see. It was insane. I mean, we are talking about not even touching the patient, total knees, total hips, shoulders. I mean, just range of motion went through the roof within just a f- couple cryotherapy sessions it wow. was it was it was like nothing <laughs> like i'd ever what is happening yeah, right now we didn't even touch them right it was just a three-minute yeah. treatment and we were like wow and my mind is churning you mm-hmm. know my entrepreneurial mind is thinking okay this is a business this is yeah. not just okay let's do some theraband training you know <laughs> and so um i said we got to release this to the public and so we did that june of 2013 um and it caught like wildfire awesome. i mean it was yeah nuts. it's like just it's going it's everywhere yeah. i see them popping up all mm-hmm. over the place it's like this is really cool yep. yeah it's just a cool thing so so because i'm a nerd um <laughs> when you have someone with with a total knee that you're seeing them progress so much faster mm-hmm. than just with the traditional you know yeah. exercise protocol why why is that happening reduction of inflammation i mean the one thing that people don't understand is inflammation is the first part of recovery mm-hmm. it's the first stage yes. so yes. you don't want to completely prevent it but right. you want to stop it faster than it could get mm-hmm. to a swelling point, yes. right? And so that's what a lot of people are like, oh, inflammation is bad. I'm like, well, actually, recovery, yeah. it's necessary. It's really important. Yes. Yeah. Um, you just want to condense that inflammation point down mm-hmm. to, to a smaller time frame. That way it doesn't swell and, right. and become a problem. And so, you know, we can target that, that inflammation pretty fast. Um, we can treat post-op the next day. So if, if somebody does some type of a surgery today, we can do cryotherapy tomorrow. It's mm. something where we can attack pretty quickly. And so when you can reduce that swelling or reduce it from getting to a swelling point Mm -hmm. um, and really trigger that recovery mechanism a little bit faster. um, Yeah. I mean, we were seeing, it was amazing. I would say um, within a week, a centimeter or two down of swelling off of one cryo session. Wow. I mean, in three minutes. That's Can amazing. you imagine the flexion increase that you would get from that? It was it was mind-blowing. Yeah. 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 We're going to get right back into this because this is really cool when we come back. So hang with us. Sounds good. Welcome back to the Kelly Williams Show. I am Amy Robison, host of Thrive Life Radio, filling in for the beautiful Kelly today. <laughs> we love that she's getting to take a break. Welcome back, Kyle. I thank cry. You, thank you. Yes. So happy to have you. We are all, of course, having a great show because we have all this information that I don't get to talk about very often. So I get to learn all of this stuff and ask all of these great questions. So as we were going to break, we kind of started about talking about what the benefits are. And I'd like to actually kind of continue going down that route, especially because most people that think of cold therapy, like we started out, Mm -hmm. they think of athletics. And there's so much more to what this can offer the average person. So what are some things that you, what are some of the top things that you see people coming in? What are their health complaints that they're working through with the iCryo to resolve some of those issues. So I think the biggest thing when people come in iCryo, we're, we're seeing people that dealing with some type of joint pain, some type of inflammation, it's athlete related. And then we all, we take them through an entire tour. When you come inside one of our centers, uh, it's not like, okay, fill out the waiver. Let's get your cryo session. See you later. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, we want to walk you around, show you what we have, educate you a little bit on the benefits. Um, we have a few points that we like to touch on so people can understand what they can expect through the treatment process. Um, 
Um, and then we we educate the entire time. I mean, that is the sole ingredient of what we do. Yes. And so uh, I think the few biggest factors that people can kind of walk away with minus what I was just explaining was um, good enhanced mood. So a solid mm-hmm. serotonin release to the bloodstream. We see that a lot. Awesome. Um, yeah. uh, slept like a rock the, that night. So the next day they come in, they're like, I don't know if that was placebo, but I slept amazing last night. Getting that melatonin release. Mm-hmm. So um, things that the body's harnessing and not unleashing on its own. That's what cryotherapy can trigger. I almost correlate it because you have to use real world examples for yes. people to understand, right? Yeah. The common person doesn't know serotonin, right? And so I'm, <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, I'm speaking that? Chinese, Sarah, right? Yeah. <laughs> and so um, I kind of correlate it to a, a laptop or a cell phone. You know, when it's glitching, when it's running slow, mm-hmm. when it's not operating correctly, what do you do to it? You restart it, you reboot it, right? You you initially just give it a refresh button. Mm-hmm. Same thing with cryotherapy. We're basically shocking your body um, into thinking it's going to a hypothermic state. Um, and basically just giving a replenish button, right? right? Just hitting that restart button and, and letting your body kind of boost itself back mm-hmm. up in a natural way. And right. I think that's huge is we're so medication driven these days and it's because we live in an instant gratification society. Yeah. We want it now, right? <laughs> we want it now. Oh, yes. And usually natural things don't happen now. Mm-hmm. It takes a while. You know, you talk about eating clean. Right. That doesn't happen overnight, right? No, it doesn't. It's not Amazon. <laughs> Your new body does not get nope. shipped in a day. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. We would love to provide that yeah. for you as being health professionals, <laughs> yeah. but it just doesn't happen. <laughs> so these things that, that are a natural way of life, they, they take a little while to happen and people are impatient. We yeah. get it. So with cryotherapy, it's like you have something natural, something that's beneficial to the body and it's fast. Yeah. Like this is just triggering all the all the check boxes for people and so um that's what i was immediately driven to as a consumer Mm -hmm. um and then that's what immediately i was driven to as an entrepreneur i'm like man people want things fast effective and they're getting more health conscious yes Um, we are definitely on a huge thrive right now of organic eating healthy living lifestyle changes Mm -hmm. and i'm loving every bit of it it's amazing it really really is changing with just the access to information and i know there's a lot of information out there and it can be really overwhelming and confusing, but mm-hmm. people are searching. Yes. They are searching for what what can really help me feel better. Like mm-hmm. they're they're tired of getting the pills. They're tired of yes. just, you know, getting X for Y. They really want a solution to what's going on because like you said earlier, the body heals itself. Yes. It's so amazing. And it has this wonderful capacity to mm-hmm. do that if we give it the right environment yep. to get that done. It will do it. And people are are they're tired of the external things doing that. They want their body to start doing it for yeah. them. And so cryo is such a great example of literally like you said kind of flipping the switch and hitting that reset button and getting those rhythms back to where they're supposed to be Mm -hmm. so that things function right it's huge i mean and you talk about environment environment's everything i mean the the environment that you live in or that you put yourself in Mm -hmm. can be the biggest game changer and so um, we actually branched out we opened a a location in upstate new york uh, this past uh this march and uh, i was kind of worried about it because our grand opening day 14 inches of snow fell on the ground <laughs> and i was like oh man this is not good right and welcome was, to new york it was slam packed awesome. and we froze like 130 people that day it was that's and i was waiting for you to, yeah, i get like, that all the time and, uh, <laughs> that, was, that was great and uh and so it was it was phenomenal and actually yeah. our new york location has exceeded every other center we have wow um, i know i thought the cold market was going to be kind of iffy mm-hmm. 
But no, those people get it. Those people right. understand the cold. Hey, there are benefits to living in a cold environment. Absolutely. Um, so it's it's huge. I mean, I actually think I read a, a study a few years ago, and uh, people that live in colder climates live healthier lifestyles because their inflammation is reduced a lot more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, which which is which is crazy. And then obviously we just announced recently we're opening our first West Coast location in California. Awesome. Super pumped up. Oh for man, that. that's gonna go. Yeah. That's gonna be the same thing. It's mm-hmm. just gonna it's gonna yeah. take off like crazy out there yeah yeah that's really really cool so you guys are just you're going you're going just worldwide here basically yeah we started when i went off and started i cryo about three and a half years ago uh it was the intent of hey let's open multiple locations around houston see how it goes and then um from then on there i kind of paused and i said no this could be a solid business Mm -hmm. franchise opportunity for other people that have a like mind like me to get involved and to really help people and so we started franchising pretty fast and uh i think we sold around 17 licenses already and we have you know, seven, eight open stores and uh, trying to just branch out. Yeah. Awesome. So are you mostly branching out in Texas and then you've got your New York and then coming up in, you know, the West Coast or is it kind of starting to filter into, you know, other areas of the country? So we definitely are strategic with our development. Mm-hmm. Uh, Houston being the home home office, we definitely wanted to build out Houston first right in our backyard and show proof of concept, which we did. Mm-hmm. Um, that was awesome. And then uh, we thought, okay, let's get with a few multi-owner licenses. Let's sell some areas to some people. So upstate New York, we sold a, a five license deal to a group of guys up there who are opening their second of the five uh, in fall. And then we just uh, signed a deal to launch California, Los Angeles uh, specific, and doing a five five location deal out Mm -hmm. there. So really tackle demographics as a a chunk. Um, And then, you know, it could be in Florida. It could be in Montana. As long as we're getting a a good stature there, a good foundation set, that's, that's prime. Yeah, I think that's really exciting. Anytime I see some of these, you know, again, different modalities, these more holistic things that are, you know, mm-hmm. working with the way the body's supposed to function, yes. start to take off and grow. To me, it's just a huge win because, oh, yeah. you know, the more this information gets out there, like you were saying, mm-hmm. people are looking for organic. They're looking for a healthy lifestyle yes. change. They're looking to feel better. And so when these things can get out there to the public, mm-hmm. you know, they're, you're just adding this whole other, you know, level of health for them that's accessible. Yep. It's not overly expensive. I yeah. think the pricing structure is fantastic. You know, it's not overly, you know, again, not overly expensive. It's something you can easily add in. It takes two to three minutes. Yeah. I two mean, to three minutes, who, guys. you know, come on, <laughs> anybody, if you don't have two to three minutes, you are so busy. Uh-huh. I just, I almost kind of feel free. You, need to calm down a bit. <laughs> you maybe need to like re- reprioritize a little bit if you can't find two to three minutes. So if someone's coming in for the first time, you know, um, what, what is kind of the process of walking them through and getting them started? So we definitely, want to make sure uh, there actually is no age uh, point to do this. I mean, anything under 17, we definitely want a parent consent Mm -hmm. just because just for, you know, any reasons that could arise in the future. But um, we definitely uh, we haven't filled out a basic information sheet. Some medical questions are correlated to these. There are nothing that's going to that are going to contradict with you doing cryotherapy. Mm -hmm. We freeze people with insulin pumps, with, uh, you know, pacemakers, stents, heart replacement, whatever it may be. I mean, you name it across the board. No contraindications. Uh, We definitely there are some things that we look at caution wise so if you've had a major surgery Mm. within the last six months we definitely want to err on the side of caution and say hey 
consult your physician first because we want them to be in the loop 100% of the time, right? We don't ever want to block somebody out and say, hey, just do this. Um, So definitely crossing our T's, dotting our I's. Mm -hmm. Um, And then from there, we give them a full tour of the center. That way they understand we don't just do whole body cryotherapy. We have other services that we provide in here Mm -hmm. that could help you with whatever you're dealing with. Um, And then education. So we educate like crazy. We actually open the machine, show them what they're doing. Um, And then we take it from there. Awesome. Yeah. I love the education aspect too. That's so important. Kyle, thank you so much for joining me today as fun. I fill in for Kelly. <laughs> this was great information and I'm excited, you know, to kind of also just kind of send this out to my um, audience as well so they yeah. get to know you. So thank you so much. Thanks to Dr. Teakin and Jimmy for coming in today. I got, I kind of, you know, didn't realize I had a second guess. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a great transition. I left y'all hanging, but they'll be back for a reveal here in a few months. So thank you both for coming today. Kelly, we look forward to seeing you back next week. Everybody have a fantastic rest of the week yeah to watch and subscribe to us on youtube go to finaldraftradio.com final d-r-a-u-g-h-t radio.com get some the average